you have to play cool, be there, be yourself. And I'm telling you for sure, if there's somebody for you, you're going to meet them. Just a quick note before this episode starts, I recorded this episode a while back and had been holding it partly due to COVID-19. So this episode is partly about some resorts in Mexico that you can visit, some sex positive resorts in Mexico. And I held this episode because you can't really attend, you can't really go to these resorts right now because of COVID-19. But I've been reflecting on it and I really want to emphasize the fact that we're not going to be going through this global pandemic forever. We're in a moment in time, we're going through a traumatic experience collectively, all of us all over the world, everyone in their own separate way, in their own distinct, they're having their own distinct experience of the pandemic. But what I want to emphasize is that it it truly isn't going to last forever. There's going to be time after this pandemic is over. And I want to sort of use this episode as a way to inspire and uplift and kind of give you something to look forward to and a, a way to hope for the future at a time when we can gather in groups and we can do fun activities all together again uh, as humanity. So just to note that I understand that it's a bit of a strange timing to be releasing an episode about vacation when a lot of us cannot go on those kinds of vacations, especially those in the United States where travel is limited in terms of where we can go. But I just want you to keep in mind that there is a future here and it's going to be bright and beautiful and exciting. And yeah, this isn't going to last forever. And then a quick reminder that if you want to join my Big Sexy data set, which is the group of people that I send my surveys to, if you want to directly participate in my sex research, which you can always do anonymously and confidentially, just email me at dearmenpodcast at gmail.com and I will add you. Thanks. Great. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Men. This one is super fun. I've been wanting to do this for a while, so I'm really happy to have Mario with us. He is the concept manager of two resorts in Mexico called Temptation and Desire. And I've actually been to Temptation, and I'm pretty excited to have this conversation because I had a really good time, and I think it's a really great option for people to know about. So welcome to the podcast, Mario. Hello, Melanie. Thank you for having me. And wish you were here in sunny Cancun, but (laughs) I hope you are doing great. I am in sunny Los Angeles, so I do have the sun, but I don't have so much of the vibe that you guys have down there. So um, I would love to hear, yeah, just um, for the audience to know, you you run basically two resorts. You run Temptation, um, which you kind of call like a playground for adults, and then you run Desire, which is more for couples. It's actually exclusively for couples, if that's if that's right. Can you tell me a little bit about the origin, like how these two resorts got started? Hello, Melanie. Yes, well, as you mentioned, yes, we do have uh, two brands. We are specializing in adults-only vacation experiences. Uh, this started like a long time ago. We had this uh, resort here in Cancun, Mexico. Actually, it was the very first uh, hotel that was built in Cancun. Not many people know about that. 
but this hotel, the Temptation, is the very first hotel that was built in Cancun for over 45 years ago. That hotel has been named different names and with different concepts. We have been uh, like a normal family resort long time ago. Then the owners of the brand, they saw this adult-only market to become more popular around like 15 years ago. And they decided to start just uh, immersing into the adults-only part here at the hotel. Back in the day, it was called another brand. So now when we change to the adults-only, we start putting a new type of entertainment program where we used to run back in the day uh, like a topless tequila volleyball, you know, topless before here in Cancun was like, a, and still in Mexico, still like a, the topless for the ladies is like a, something seen like a, not very normal here for the Mexican people. And as well, a lot of people from the U.S. or people from Canada, when you say topless, they see it like, a, okay, uh, what is the topless, you know, and people from Europe, they are very used to the topless part. But anyway, so we used to run like different activities like this tequila volleyball, you know. So every time you miss a point or something, you have to drink a tequila. And then after like couple sets, you have to start removing your top, you know. So that's how we started like doing crazy activities. I was the entertainment manager back in the day. So then we used to do different type of games like the perfect couple game, the ladies legs contest, the men legs contest. And the owners, they decide finally to just... uh, became like, you know, more like a mainstream, you know? So we decided to start and say like, we were an adults only topless optional resort. And then we became with this new brand temptation and everyone like accepted, you know, back in the day was like a very few travel agents who used to, they were able to sell the product, but now is the, the world is very open. So now, a lot of people, they sell us and we became very popular, you know. So Temptation is our biggest brand, you know, which is for adults and singles, like couples and singles, and it's topless optional. Uh, then we have the other brand, uh, Desire. Desire is for couples only, heterosexual couples, by the way. Why is only heterosexual couples? Because we have Temptation, you know. So if you are a lesbian couple, a gay couple, you can always come to Temptation and you feel more welcome than you will be at Desire. Desire is towards more the sensuality, more like the reconnection with your couple, more like reigniting the flame of love and romance. So that's why that's the big difference between the, beside these two hotels. And as well, Desire is a clothing optional, you know, so it's clothing optional. I will say like 95% of the couples that go to Desire, they come the very first time, they're not nude, and then by day two or three, they com- they're completely nude because they feel so confident and they feel so safe and secure. They, they become uh, desire lovers, you know, and temptation, well, temptation you've been here is very easy to fall in love with, you know, because here at Desire you come and you make friends from all over the world and you can be you. That's the most important part here about temptation. That's a little bit in general how this became more popular and how we are. We were the very first one to begin with the adults-only industry. And we, I can tell that we're doing very good, you know, thanks to all the preference of our guests. Yeah, it was interesting because I spent, I think, I think it was five days or so at Temptation. And one thing I noticed was that um, 
it creates kind of an environment. So I'm a woman, I was a single woman at the resort and there are uh, parties at night, there are theme parties. So like, like a white party or like a lingerie party or whatever it is. And um, it's interesting because I felt safe even though it's a pretty big resort and there's a lot of people, but the environment was sex positive. And so like you mentioned, um, there's a topless optional pool at temptation and with all the parties, like my, my vivid memory is I remember, um, I think it was lingerie night and I was wearing like, uh, what's it called? Like a corset and like little booty shorts and like fishnets or something. And like, not a lot of clothes. And I was walking across the lobby And I was like, I felt safe to do that. And it was nice because I didn't have to leave the resort. I didn't have to like get in an Uber or like get myself somewhere, get myself back. And I remember thinking this is a very unique environment because there aren't a lot of places that especially single women can go, but also people in couples, but anyone where they can feel really expressed and and excited about dressing up and going out and also feel safe. And like, they're going to be, met there and other people are doing it too. So I really, um, I was struck by what you said actually about desire, which is clothing optional. Um, because what, one thing you mentioned was that couples that are new that maybe haven't been to desire before they start out clothed. And then after like a few days, they're like, Oh, okay. Like they see what other people are doing. They feel the vibe, which is, which is safe. It's not, um, sleazy and it's not creepy. It's like a safe environment where people are just being expressed and then they feel safe to express. So I'm wondering in your, in your work, because you're the concept manager, um, do you get stories from people at temptation or desire who are kind of like, you know, opening up their sexuality or who realize something about themselves or do they talk about that sense of safety or what they're able to do because they feel that way? Yes, Melanie, for sure. I mean, over 20 years that I've been working for these brands, I mean, I get a lot of, uh, you know, a a lot of comments and a lot of calls and even people, they became like uh, lifetime friends now. They, when they found the brand, they were a little bit afraid, you know, because at the at the beginning, like I say, when you say like topless, and if you've never been in a topless atmosphere, you don't even know what to expect. But the temptation, as you said it right, you know, temptation is a place where you can be yourself. I mean, like uh, it's a total safe uh, atmosphere. And our goal is to keep all the people here at the hotel, because here at the hotel, you have everything, you know, we have like a activities program that they run in the morning, like normal activities that you will find in a, like a normal hotel, not the where, not normal, you know, but like a more like a hotel. You find like beach volleyball, you find like, you know, the yoga class, you'll find like some beach volleyball, uh, water volleyball, water polo, water sports that we have also to offer here. But then around two o'clock, we have these crazy games. And in these crazy games, that when temptation becomes temptation, you know, because we do like, I will say like a sexual position context, you know, so we look for people and even you don't have to be together, you know, we can like, you know, if there's a lady who is like very outgoing, okay, I want to participate, you know, so, okay, we'll get you somebody to do like the contest and the game. And then they start feeling really safe, you know, it's a very like a, 
atmosphere is a friendly atmosphere, I will say. Nobody judge you. Nobody put your tag. You don't have like you don't have models walking around like and nobody's gonna look at you like a oh look at the breast or oh look at this girl or look at this guy. It's an atmosphere like it's very friendly and nobody judge you. So that's very important. So that's what happened at the sexy pool, you know. And then like we managed our activities program through the day. And then like at night, all these people that they get to know each other during the day, then they see each other again at night, you know, but maybe some of them, they already make plans to go for dinner and to get to know each other more. And either you come with your partner or you come in a group of friends or like a bachelorette party, you know, so you're going to make friends no matter what. So then at the end of the day, we have these team nights, as you say, we have like different team nights every single day and all the people, they dress up, you know, so this is a place where you can dress up. You can be, as I'm going to be very repetitive, you can be yourself. Nobody's going to judge you. And you're going to have a lot of fun inside the hotel. You know, we don't push people like other hotels. to, oh, you got to go to the nightclub outside or go to take these tours. We want you to be here. We want you to live the real experience of temptation. We have two swimming pools. One of them is a sexy pool. And then like, I don't know, maybe you don't feel like to be around a lot of people for one day. So we have the quiet pool. So we have the perfect uh, formula for people to have a really good time, come meet friends. And I have no people that they have met their better half while they were here on vacation. Even you don't believe it. I mean, people come here, they find somebody and then they fall in love and they get married and then they come back again, you know, once they are married. So those are the type of stories that I have seen over the years. And have you, have you heard any stories about people who, um, because one of the things that I appreciated about the resort, about Temptation specifically, was the age diversity. You know, there were people there from their 20s all the way up through their 70s. And I think a lot of times these kinds of resorts can be, can like skew one way or the other. Um, and I, I just imagine like it would be pretty liberating for um, people that had just gotten out of a relationship or let's say are divorced to be able to come and be in an environment that's perhaps more open and expressive than their relationship was. Have you heard any stories about that? Like do people talk to you about their personal lives in terms of what they're discovering or what they're like able to feel because of the environment, either at temptation or desire? Yeah, sure. I, I will, I will hear those stories more here at temptation, you know, uh, we do have like people that they come to me and they're like, I didn't know that I was like able to be me, you know, like, uh, cause I know people that they used to come before, like, uh, as a couple, they got divorced and now they, everybody like they come in their own way, you know, they, they separate, they split. And now each one of them, like, I know like three or four couples, I won't reveal their names, of course. Uh, and now they come with their new boyfriend or the, they you just didn't get married again, you know, but the here at Temptation, that's where they find out that something was not working the way it's supposed to be, you know, or maybe they found something that they were missing, but they were afraid to let their partner know. And here was the way of them to become more open and just let it happen, you know, and then like they just decided to split. And thankfully we never had like any, like a, like tragic stories, you know, that they, they fight or something like that. But uh, that's when they decided, you know what, they, this wasn't for us, you know, like uh, the marriage or relationship wasn't for us. And like, uh, this is like temptation has shown us like that we can be more, you know, or we can be 
real. So we do have here those stories here at the temptation. And a desire is a whole different vibe, a whole different story, you know, because there's the couples that they go, it's not even couples that they are married, you know, they you don't have to be married to be a desire. I mean, you just have to have a couple, you know. And of course, the one who lived there, they are the girls, you know. So this is a total different story. But we do have here people who come to desire, I mean, for the temptation, and of course, desire, but to temptation, and they found out the this new type of lifestyle, if you want to call it, was for them, you know, the temptation lifestyle for sure is not for everyone, you know, but I mean, like you say, our slogan is the playground for grownups, you know, so here you're going to have fun, here you're going to be you, you're going to probably know somebody that you didn't know that was you, and here's where you can express yourself and you can find it. Yeah, and I think like, um, something that should probably be mentioned too is like environments like temptation or um, let's say a play party or a sex party kind of thing. I think it's important to note that you don't have to do anything if you don't want to do anything. You don't have to, because I think some people hear about sex positive environments or uh, play parties and they think like, oh my God, I'm going to have to go and I'm going to have to be part of an orgy. And it's like this, like, obligatory thing and it's really not you can just go and you can you know you can keep your swimsuit on the whole time you don't have to be topless you don't have to do anything you could go to these places either either these resorts or a sex party as a couple and just be around the environment just be in the environment you know be able to talk about your sexuality or your or your desires or your preferences in an environment where other people are being expressive and I think there's a lot of value to that because I think there are a lot of people who might stay away or be nervous because they're like, what if I don't want to do anything? It's kind of like, you don't, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> you can just go and be around. It's okay. You don't need to feel like you're, um, yeah, you're obligated to do anything that you're not comfortable with. And I'm just wondering, since you, since you guys do provide sex positive environments and there is a lot of sex and sexuality being expressed, do you have any, um, like, like what are your safety measures or do you have any like counselors on site if someone does feel uncomfortable or if something happens, like what, do you, what is your plan for that? Yeah, just talk that you're totally right, Melanie. I mean, like we do have a, in temptation, we have our like a playground rules and at the side we have our golden rules, you know? So we do have, I will say like a safety Decalogue to everybody has to follow. And the first one, either a temptation or desire is no means no. So as you say, you don't have to do anything you don't want. Nobody's going to touch you or nobody's going to, people is going to approach you for sure. You know, we are not adults only. So people is going to approach you and if they like in desire, if they like you, they're going to come and make a conversation with you. And yes, we don't have people just like any other brands they have, but in desire, and temptation is more openly, you know, because why? Because we are like in the side where lives are friendly and temptation, we are everybody friendly, you know? So you're probably going to find people like, uh, I don't know, that they like girls, girls who like girls, you know? Maybe you don't like girls, but these girls, they do. So they're going to come and they're going to approach you, but you can always say, no, it's not my thing. Or you can just be nice and smile and say, I'm not here for this. And they're going to respect you. And you're going to still having a lot of fun. And that's why we don't tag people, you know. We do have a lot of, like, uh, 
suggestions from our guests that, oh, you should put a different bracelet for people who's there to swing or people who's there for like a full swing. And we're like, we're not like that, you know? And we have always worked like that with this golden rule, the no means no. It's been working great. Thankfully, we have never had any security or safety issues where we have to be there. And as well, during the year, we have like different sex experts that they come to the hotels, especially at the side. That's where we have the sex experts that they come and they give like counseling or they give like at these workshops on how to be as a couple, how to be more open or how to reignite your passion, different like uh, sex techniques and things like that. And while in Temptation, we don't do anything like that. You know, Temptation is more like party, more DJs, more friends and people, they do their own thing, you know? So we are just a provider of a safe atmosphere and great service. That's what we do here at uh, Temptation. So you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned the word lifestyle and I just want to break that down because some people don't know what that means. So um, when people say they're in the lifestyle, it usually means that they're swingers or they're in an open marriage or in an open relationship of some kind and that they like to be sexual with people that other than their partner. And um, I think that's a good segue into desire because I'd love to hear a little bit more about um, that environment in terms of the actual behavior, because I, I am fascinated by, like, we don't have a lot of spaces, like I said, in, in our culture, or I think around the world, we don't have a lot of spaces where women really do feel safe and empowered to be openly sexual. It's, it's fairly rare. Um, and I think desire is one of those places. It's a closed resort, right? You can't see in from the outside. It's a, it's a contained environment and it's all couples and it's all couples that are open to being around other open couples, right? So it's a self-selected group of people. And my understanding is that within that environment, usually it's the women who are leading the encounters. Usually it's the women who are kind of initiating if they're going to, um, if they're interested in inviting someone else into their couple or they're interested in playing with another couple, it's the women who are leading those encounters. Can you say a little bit more about that? Because I think our assumption much of the time is that men are going to lead, but in a safe environment, it actually sounds like a lot of times it's the women taking the lead. Yes, Melanie, you're totally right. At Desire, Desire, as you said, you, well, you break it down perfect, you know, people who's in the lifestyle, because sometimes we say like uh, people who's in the lifestyle, you know, like yoga is a lifestyle. Uh, I don't know, running is a lifestyle. But when it comes to the brand's desire and temptation, when you say, I'm in the lifestyle, you say it right. That means you are in the swinging or changing partners, you know. But there's like, even like in that, there's levels, you know, there's the people who does like full swap, they, that means that they're going to go into a sexual relationship. You know, they're going to go into a sexual relation. And then we have the soft swap. Soft swaps are the ones who are just like going to, you know, kiss each other, uh, a little hug and things like that. But they will never have intercourse, you know. So those are the big difference. That's a big, big difference between the full swap and soft swap. Could you say, I'm sorry. Could we just say those words? Full swap and soft swap? Is that what that you're is, Okay. That is correct. That is correct. You know, full swap that you are going to have like intercourse with the different partner. And then the soft swap is just, you're just going to be probably like the two girls are going to be kissing or touching or hugging. And that's it. Nothing else is going to happen, you know? And as you said, like the one who leads 
the this type of relations of uh, when it comes to the lifestyle or the swinging is the is the girls, you know, the ladies are the ones who are gonna decide how far they can go. And besides, I mean, to be into an atmosphere like this, you need to have a girl. I mean, like a, at least for us, works that way. You know, and decide if you don't have a partner, you cannot like come into the hotel. You know, it's like a very safe atmosphere. We keep everyone's privacy. There's like no videotaping, no cameras allowed policy in the in both properties. So that's how we take care of our guests, you know, and as well. If you are like a guy who are going to bring, I don't know, because we had so the, at the beginning, we have like guys who rent, I don't know, an escort and then they come expecting that they're going to have like crazy sex here in the hotel. No, it's not like that. You know I mean? Like a, you need to have a connection to be into the lifestyle atmosphere to be able to connect with another couple if that's your thing. If that's not your thing, do not worry. You're still going to have a lot of fun while you are at the side, you know, because it's an open atmosphere. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you and your wife and you or your girlfriend, your partner. Yeah, I don't know. Me, I'm going to speak like a, I'm going to give the example. It's not like me, but like if I have my girlfriend or my wife and I like to see my girlfriend in essential attire and injury and things like that. But of course, in our silicon, it's not well seen. Well, at the side, you can do that, you know, because at the side, nobody's going to look at you like, oh my God, she's like a, she's a slut or she's like, a, I don't know, she's a prostitute because she dresses like that. No, you know, here we have teens. So if I like to see my girlfriend or my wife dress up like that, this is the place that you can do it in a safe atmosphere. And that doesn't mean that while you dress or participate in the theme nights, that means that you're going to interact with another couple. Not at all. I mean, you're going to have fun with a lot of couples. Yes, you know, but I mean, like, that's it. You know, it's a very safe atmosphere. And again, if you don't have a girlfriend, uh, wife or partner, there's no way you can, in, uh, you can come into the area. And in the, this type of uh, lifestyle or the swinging, like uh, even sometimes we do have like a theme months where we allow threesomes. That means two girls and one guy you will never see two guys and one girl. So that far it goes, what the lady is very important, how the lady is very important in this type of uh, relationship and this type of uh, lifestyle. Yeah, and um, there's people in the lifestyle at both places. I, um, when I was at Temptation, I met a guy, I don't know, on day two or three, and we were hanging out the whole time. And we were at one of the parties one night and we met this older woman Um, I, she, like you said, she had like this cool, crazy, like ripped lingerie outfit on. I really liked her outfit and we got to talking and she introduced us to her husband. And then at one point, um, her husband approached my guy and was like, Hey, um, my wife is really interested in you. We don't care at all about the girl you're with, but (laughs) my wife, my wife really likes to be with three guys at one time. Would you be interested? And my guy wasn't interested. He just wanted to be with me. But I really liked that kind of like tableau because kind of like you said, it was like, it was really inviting. It was really welcoming and it was kind of casual, but it was a real invitation. And he was like, no, I'm not into that. And the guy was like, okay. And then they had a drink and it was, it was fine. You know, like it didn't need to mean anything, but um, I thought that was another really good example of kind of like, uh, subverting expectations, like we wouldn't necessarily think of that as, um, uh, like, I don't think that, that my guy and I would have looked at that couple and been like, Oh, that's what they're looking for. I think we would have maybe assumed like he would want to be with another girl or he would want to bring someone into the relationship, but 
she was like all about like three guys at one time and he likes to watch. And I was like, good for them. Like good for them that there's a place they can go and get their needs met and see if there's other people that want to play in that way and not feel like denigrated or slut shamed, like you said, or put down or made to feel less than, you know, in most other clubs or places, you know, he could never have proposed that to my guy and felt safe doing it. You know, if you're at a regular club, like you don't know how people are going to react or respond. You don't know if they're going to judge you. I think there's still a ton of judgment and shame around open relationships or, or swinging. It's kind of like, it's seen as exotic, I think in some ways, but I don't think it's been, it's, it hasn't really entered the mainstream yet. So I think it's great that there are environments where that can be um, safe and welcome and, I find it fascinating about desire that this is kind of, because my understanding is this consistently what you see is that the women are the ones kind of leading the encounters. And so it's almost like, like a discovery channel thing of like, here's how the adult human does sexual interactions in a safe environment. Like if you, if, if it was just like a few women, it wouldn't be striking, but it seems like, like most of the time with most couples at desire, the women are the ones that are kind of like forwarding the encounters. And I'm curious, like, do you think that's because the men really want their women to feel safe? Do you think it's because women actually have like more of a sexual appetite? Like, do you have a theory as to why that is the case? Well, my theory as a guy, I think is that the, you know, that you will always, at least like a high percentage of uh, guys will feel more safe or at least they won't feel like, a, I don't know, like, I think that's a main thing, you know, like uh, for me, let's say like uh, if I had a girlfriend, a wife, I mean like, a, and then another girl come and say, hey, I want to be with your girl, they're going to start flirting. I will take it. Okay, that's cool, you know. But if another guy come and say that I will be, and then my girlfriend or my wife, they like, are enjoying it. You have to really be open mind, you know I mean? Like uh, to take that part, you know? So I think that's why the ladies became the key in this type of relationship. Uh, they call it the fall in love or poly love. Uh, Cause why? Cause they have like different loves, you know? But like, uh, I will say my theory is like that, you know, that the guys that they will, are not the ones who are going to start or the key to this type of relationships. Cause I think it's like a, I don't know, like a main thing, you know, like if you find out that it's your wife or your girlfriend for a long time, they, now she find out another guy that she's going to find, not love, because it's not about love. It's more like about the momentum, you know, it's about the adrenaline that is going to run. Because in this type of relationship, what I do know is you cannot mix feelings. When you start mixing feelings in this type of relationship, that's when things can go, ah, you have to see it as a fun, as a something that is, you're not going to be like totally in love, you know, because then I think it's going to go the wrong way. And I have seen like a couple of people that they fall in love with the other partner and that's when things can go crooked, you know, so you have to take it for what it is, you know. And as well, you say like I hear a lot of people even like start getting more open because of, I will say like the media and everything. So you have more access to information like that. You have the, a lot of people we've been hearing here a lot of uh, the concept, you know, like and now we have a specialist, they come and give concept, you know, like even like people now you have to ask, like, it's okay to touch you? 
Oh, you're saying consent? Giving yeah, exactly, consent. consent. Sorry for my accent. <laughs> you know. So those are the type of things that now are becoming to the trend. You know. So it's it's for us. It's good because it makes our safe our place more safe. You know. But I will say that's my theory about the why the girls are the ones who lead this type of relationship and the poly love. You know. But what I do know, and I have seen it, and I have speak to several couples over the twenty years I've been into this industry, is like. A, you cannot fall in love with the other couple you're going to be playing. That's how they call it. When you play with another couple, eh, maybe you're going to have your favorites. Yes. But if you fall in love, that's when things can start getting wrong. Yeah. You mentioned that you bring sex experts in to um, speak at Desire. And um, I guess there's something I want to just mention about like if there's a couple or someone thinking, especially couples, like if there's a couple thinking of going to one of these resorts, I think it's a really good idea to have a conversation beforehand about boundaries and what would feel good to each of the people. Because I think I could imagine a couple being like, this sounds fun, let's go to temptation. And then they go and they're at a party and let's say one of them is approached by someone and the couple has never had a conversation about like, what are we going to do? What do we feel safe with? What do we feel comfortable with? And now they've both had several drinks and they're just winging it. And I think sometimes that can work, but I think it's also a really good idea to say, like, let's, you know, let's make some agreements. Like, let's, let's not do anything for the first two days. Let's just like, see how we feel. And then we'll have a conversation about like, I would maybe be interested in making out with someone. How do you feel about that? Or what if we have a threesome? Like how, you know, where are our boundaries? Like, I think it's important to have some conversations before you're getting into those environments. If you're in a couple, because I think that you can just kind of rush in and be like, this is going to be great. And it can be great. But I think a lot of the value in, in playing with other people or other couples is actually you as a couple communicating and you getting comfortable with saying, I feel safe with you kissing another woman. I don't feel safe with you penetrating another woman. Or I feel safe with you kissing another man. I don't feel safe with you doing any kind of oral sex with another man. Like just being comfortable having those conversations, I think can add so much value to the connection between the couple. But I think there can be, it can be, um, you can be setting yourself up to not win if you're not having those conversations beforehand. Because if something happens, one of the people goes too far, and just by too far, I just mean the other person isn't comfortable, then now that person's triggered, and now you're going to be having different conversations, right? Instead of kind of like the mature dialogue beforehand. So um, I guess I just wanted to mention that because I'm imagining some people listening being like, oh my God, I'm totally going to go here with my partner, and, and that's great. And you know, there's lots of books on the subject and YouTube videos and ways to kind of prepare and, and have those conversations about, um, you know, play parties and, and that kind of environment before you're actually in there and drinking alcohol. <laughs> Do you have any, any comments about that? No, you are totally right. I mean, like, the good thing is that you already been here into our brands and you know how it goes, you know. Totally agree with you. They have to put boundaries, you know, I mean, like, especially for desire temptation as well. I mean, like, it's more like a, like a mainstream resort, a mainstream resort and everything that you can come and have a lot of fun, you know, not necessarily like, because we don't want people to expect that they, they're going to come in and they're going to be like, oh my God, like we for sure going to hook up with somebody. No, that's not at all. 
we have like a group of guys, uh, like a single guys that they come and they're going to have a great time, which is important for the guys when they come in a group. I mean, don't try to play cool or to be like a Johnny Bravo type of thing. They, oh, I know it all. And I'm going to hook up with these girls or I'm here to, I don't know, to like check all the girls. Eh, that doesn't work very good here at Temptation and especially with the Temptation community. You know I mean? Like uh, you have to play cool, be there, be yourself. And I'm telling you for sure, if there's somebody for you, you're going to meet them, you know, but if you come with the expectation that you're going to have for sure sex with somebody here, eh, you're not going to have anything and you're going to have a really bad time. You got to come to be yourself, you know, and as well, like when you come as a couple, like just put boundaries, you know, like uh, cause for sure you're going to find people who's going to approach you or people who's going to start talking to you and maybe you're going to feel uncomfortable, you know, so you got to be really open mind, you know, so our resorts and our brands for sure, they're not for everyone. They're very popular, thankfully. And we are like in a waiting list for all of our brands and our cruise ships. But you have to be open-minded and be ready for what temptation and desire are really about. Totally. And I think for anyone that is interested, um, there's a good book called The Ethical Slut that has, I think, some really practical information about opening up a relationship or just boundary talk, how to talk about boundaries and it also has a good section on jealousy. It's called The Ethical Slut. So if you are interested or you want to know more, I really, really recommend that book. Like I said, before you're going in to the encounter, if you want it to feel smooth and good and safe for everyone involved. Um, and I thank you for saying that. I appreciate what you said about, um, like, don't, don't go to somewhere like Temptation and be like, I'm going to bang everybody. It's going to be great. Like, that's not really <laughs> the attitude. Um, but I think going in with a sense of curiosity and like, you know, how did you find out about this place? Like what, you know, what's your story? Because there's so many people with interesting stories at Temptation. I met a lot of people. I was just so interested. And um, kind of like you said, they would be coming back year after year. They had friends. They would uh, coordinate with like these people from Germany and these people from Iceland and like everybody's like, we're coordinating with, you know, this is the week we're going to go. And, and it really did feel like, like a community. And like, there's a lot of friend friends there and friendships. And um, yeah, I really liked that aspect of it because again, it sort of added to the sense of safety. Like there's something that felt safe about that as an environment versus a bunch of just random drunk people that are getting together, trying to, express everything they don't really feel safe expressing when they're not drunk, you know, like, like a regular wet t-shirt party. Like it didn't feel like that. It felt a little bit more, I don't know, um, community vibe. So, um, we're going to start to wrap up here, but I'm interested in, um, if people are interested in, in attending or in going to these places, um, let's just repeat this. So desire is only open to hetero couples, and you don't need to be married, but you need to be in a couple. And you don't even need to be a committed couple, right? You basically just need to be a hetero pair of people. Is that right? That is correct. You know, I like, I mean, you have to be open mind and ready to have a great time in a sensual and romantic atmosphere, you know, and there's a lot of fun in desire, you know, I and mean, when we say romantic and sensual, you probably think like, oh, it's really boring, but it's not. I mean, like, uh, we have every single night, we have a different team night. And like I say, we have workshops. So we have our discotheque inside the resort. We have our bar. So they're a lot of fun. You know, as long as you are with a, with a girl, you're going to be fine. And you can check the special events that we have through the year in our website. So you can choose 
what better fits you, you know? So you can always be here in the right time. Yeah. And then temptation is really for, for anyone. It's, it's singles or couples, all different orientations, whatever, you know, whoever you are, you can show up and, and you'll have a good time. Yes, that is correct. And especially here, as I call them, I mean, like, uh, be ready to become a real temptation, you know, and here at temptation, we speak the temptation language, which is like friends being friends, you being you and in a safe atmosphere. And I've been here for over 20 years and I can tell you, I have made lifetime friends, friends, uh, that uh, I wouldn't change for anything. This is the best job and the best time I ever had in my life. Even sound like a real cliche, but it is. And I keep rocking it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Thanks for being on, Mario. I really appreciate it. And um, I'm looking forward to getting down there again. Thank you, Nicole. And of course, Melanie, sorry. And of course, uh, we'd love to welcome you again and welcome all of uh, your listeners. And if you are around, just ask for me. I'm always here 24 seven, unless I'm in a cruise ship because we have this as well. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So if you guys go ask for Mario. Hey guys, this is Mel. And this is Jason. You've probably heard me on at least a few episodes by now. And we coach together in part because we know that it's when the masculine and the feminine come together that we are the most powerful. So we wanted to let you know about a free training that we put together for you guys. It's about how to take back control of your love life. We are absolutely inspired to help guys like you take all of the amazing ideas that Mel has introduced to you on this podcast and actually put them into practice, bring them into your life to create lasting change. So if you're interested in that, just go to evolutionary.men slash training to sign up. If you've been looking for a way to go a little bit deeper than just this podcast, this is the opportunity for you. Again, that's evolutionary.men slash training, and you're going to get a much deeper dive with Mel and I.